Hello and welcome on Econwising. I'm your host, How You, and today we're going to explore some likely consequences、um, about what would happen if every single government around the world paid off its debt. It might make you feel better, but tomorrow, if the U.S. federal government or Australia or the U.K. for the sake of argument repaid the entirety of its national debt, it will make not one dollar's difference to your bank account. In fact, the economy will tank. If America repaid all of its national debt tomorrow, we very likely would crash into the mother of all great depressions long before the debt is literally paid off. There were six times in U.S. history in which budget surpluses were achieved for long enough to retire a significant amount of debt. Five of those were followed by depressions. The last of which culminated in the Great Depression of the 1930s. The last time America ran a significant budget surplus of about 2.5 years was under President Clinton. The 2002 recession is a direct result of Clinton's 1999 surplus, which forced the domestic private sector into deficit. Consumer spending fell, unemployment rose, and a recession occurred. The economy crashed first in 2000s, and then onwards into the Great Recession that began in 2007. The surplus would then become a deficit again, but reducing or retiring the debt isn't what caused the economic downturns. It was the surpluses which caused it. Simply put, you cannot operate an economy with no money in it. So why have we convinced ourselves that government debt is the mother of all evil? That somehow, if the government is in surplus, our bank accounts will automatically improve. In fact, as we shall see, the precise opposite is what would probably happen. So, what is debt? Anyone who has ever been chased by a debt collector has come to associate the word debt as necessarily scary, bad, and to be avoided. If you're a household, this is likely to be true. But debt has an entirely new meaning for governments. To whom is the national debt owned, and that would be us, the people. But this truth has been avoided in favor of eliciting a Pavlovian response, based entirely on the principle that a government budget is the same as that of a household. People think that public debt is like a household debt, hence they buy into the neoliberal nonsense about the government going bankrupt, and then it's financial Armageddon and we all die. It's total nonsense. The public debt is just a bunch of saving accounts that pay interest. People think it will improve their lives because they believe that the government's debt is their debt. In reality, the government's debt is the private sector's asset. In truth, there is no such thing as the national debt beyond the rhetorical device used to scare the public into submission. In the U.S., national debt is the sum total of all U.S. dollars ever issued by the federal government. From the nation's founding up until this very moment, that have never been taxed away by the federal government, the national debt is actually the government's saving account. From around the 1790s until today, 2017, the U.S. government has issued, after taxes, 18 trillion dollars for everyone in the non-government sector to use. In fact, the national debt has always been for over 170 years now. So at some point, you're going to have to start understanding that it is not actually a problem. Further, 
you need to start understanding that when you accuse, for instance, Obama or Bush or even Trump of adding to the national debt, you're actually accusing them of adding US dollars to the US economy. Or put more precisely, you're accusing them of adding US dollar to our national savings. Put simply, the national debt is the country's total exports minus the country's total imports. And this isn't an actual debt at all, but a balance of trade, sort of. Government debt also includes all those debt securities which governments have issued and which have not yet matured. A security, in this sense, is just an IOU which has a second-hand market. Some people do not understand what debt is. They think that only government's treasury bonds are debt. They do not recognize that central bank's debt, in the form of notes and reserves, or the treasury's currency, coins and notes, are also debt. You can have the central bank buy up all treasury bonds by issuing reserves and notes, and then claim the government is now debt-free. Of course, it is not debt-free, it has merely exchanged one kind of debt for another. In effect, this is just a massive quantitative easing policy. It has implications for interest rate policy, it automatically results in zero interest rates. I'm not necessarily against such a policy, but no one should be fooled by it. Put another way, money. Debt is money. Currency is debt, and cash is debt. The money in your bank account is debt. The US dollar itself is government debt. Paying it back, at least in terms of paying off the gross debt, would mean ending the US dollar. And what would you pay it back with? Paying it back in net terms but not in gross terms would mean everyone else owing to the government whatever the outstanding stock of US dollars happen to be. When the government pays down its debt, this is actually achieving or making a step to achieve surplus. Millions, if not billions of dollars are sucked out of the economy. That's less money for you, less money for me, and more borrowing for everyone, except for the government, of course. Because, as I mentioned before, in order for the government to repay its debt, its population must borrow, and borrow it has. Around the world, government bids to balance their books are plunging households into ever-increasing levels of private debt. In the first quarter of 2017, America's consumers' debt rose to $12.73 trillion, exceeding its peak in the third quarter of 2008. Australian household debt now stands at about 125% of GDP, a record level higher than any comparable economy, and still rising. British household debt is now rising towards 90% of GDP. US household debt as a share of GDP was about the same in Australia in 2000, peaked at 98% in 2008, and then fell back to 80% of GDP as the property market crashed. This ratio has stopped falling now. There has been an extremely well-coordinated and well-financed misinformation program since the 1970s to convince the public that government is bad and free markets are good. The balanced budget, or the growth through austerity misinformation campaign is part of that. The result, of course, is slow growth, high unemployment, and rising inequality and poverty. The founders of the program like that way. A balanced budget reinforces the need for austerity. You know that very thing, keep keeping people in poverty. More than one way to skin a cat. 
Conventional thinking says there is only one way for a national government to pay off its debt, and that is by running a budget surplus. For every dollar in surplus, one dollar of the outstanding debt can be retired.